Hello, and welcome to Being KB with me, Kaylee Booth. I'm here to be your bestie when your bestie's not here, and hopefully you feel a little less alone. Enjoy the episode. Well, on this podcast, I was going to talk about processing my getting laid offness and how it feels like getting dumped by the person that you were going to dump because I didn't like that job that much. Yeah. And then I was going to talk about ways, good ways to cope with a breakup and or getting dumped by your job. Yeah, I, I just want to preface this with we are not breaking up. Just heads up. Oh. Out there. Uh, oh yeah, this isn't about us. This is about me getting broken up by my boss. With my boss. With my boss. That makes sense. Um, I just was like, you know what? Well, I was like... I don't know who listens. I don't know who my fans are. Maybe they don't have jobs yet. You know, maybe they're teens. And I was like, how can maybe I make this? Well, they will have them one day. Yes. But, but I was like, if they don't, how can I relate this to anybody? And I was like, oh, well, it also works if you're dumped. My first thought was like, don't drink. Because that will increase the anxiety and the depression. And it's not going to help. Well, are you talking about? Are you recording? Like, have we started? Yeah. <laughs> I said um, we're starting. Yeah, but like you were, you were like talking in past tense, which was confusing. You're like, I was gonna talk about this, and then this, and this, and I was like, okay, let's do it. Okay. Well, we can. I can cut this part yeah. out. Anyways, cool. I am. So talking. do you want to start with like? Huh. Go ahead. So do you want to start with like? coping mechanisms on just like how to deal with it like emotionally and like how to carry on with life or like how to deal with it in a sense of like what you need to do to find another job and like how you need to like think i was just talking emotionally but maybe both maybe both maybe you can give the tips on how to be actionable since that's kind of your thing yeah because i mean i think both kind of intertwine a little bit. There's like some overlap. Like you have to do one before the other or it just depends on how you're feeling. Like if you're really, really worried about the job aspect of it and you might need to like first thing, like you, like first thing you need to do is just apply to other jobs. Like that might be what you need to do to like calm yourself down or like That's true. if you're the opposite and you're just like really stressed out and like freaking out about it emotionally, you might need to take the rest of the week or like whatever, whatever happens and say like, I'm going to do these things to take care of myself and like all the basic stuff, like get enough sleep, drink water, exercise, avoid alcohol, you know? Yeah. Things like like, that, so. Realistically, it's like we need, I think for me personally, I can just speak to my, my journey thus far. So it's been like a week, almost a week since I got laid off. And first reaction, obviously pure panic oh my god what the hell do i do what's the next steps i don't even fucking know like what the f but then you know you process your emotions that day i feel like and like your immediate shock and all that lasts for like a day or two but i feel like which is the same as like losing somebody or breaking up with somebody you have like a lot of shock and a lot of emotions like at first that are like coming towards you because it's like a big change that you were not expecting, usually. Yeah, it's like a shot out of left field. Like you did. 
And then, so I always think like, okay, process your emotions. And part of my processing, on, which I don't know if this is good or bad. I kind of go back and forth about, but I like to like know a lot of shit because it makes me feel like a bit, of, a bit uh, grounded. So like, you know, if I'm feeling anxious about somebody I know going to surgery, I'll like look up all the shit about that surgery. Because even though I can't do anything, like I literally have no control in that situation at all. Knowledge and learning things makes me feel like I have some sort of control, which uh, yeah. is not necessarily true. But it's not a it's not like a negative coping mechanism, per se, unless it's going to make you more anxious. That is not good. Um, yeah, it depends on situation, too. Right. Like in a surgery, yeah, you'll have to like looking up more information is useful. But like in the situation you're talking about, like getting laid off or something like that, having more information might make it worse. Like, you might look up yes. and be like, oh, like, like the statistics of people getting jobs is like really bad or really high. Like that could be, you know, true. It depends on the earth. I was looking up uh, like hashtag layoffs on Twitter. And then I was like, oh, my God, everybody's getting laid off. <laughs> and it made me like panic a little bit because I was like, oh, my gosh. Everyone's getting laid off. There's not enough jobs. Yeah, I think the biggest thing, too, with the emotional aspect of it is, like, really understanding, that like, your perspective about things like that matters and, like, doing what you can to avoid, like, flat-out negativity. Like, you know what I mean? I think with, like, TikTok and, True. Um, and Twitter and stuff, it's easy for people to see, like, really negative things and, like, a snapshot, like, a snapshot because, like, you get, like, negativity gets more likes, like, whether people like it or not. So... If you're like, oh, everyone's getting laid off, I guess I'll just go live in my parents' basement and die. Like, that's going to get more, like, you're going to see that more and it's going to affect you more negatively than someone who's like, oh, you got laid off. Here's all the good things about it. Like, nobody, nobody watches that. Yeah, true. Has, like, they carry with the same amount of weight, you know what I mean? True. Which, as much as you think I'm a pessimist, when I got laid off, I was like, well, I didn't actually like that job. I always find the silver lining, I feel like. I was like, oh, I, I didn't like that job. And... I also am like, oh, taking this as a sign that it's time to pivot. And this is just the universe telling me that this is not right. And is that fucking true? Yeah. I don't I don't fucking know if that's true. But that is my silver lining and my thing that is helping me. So I think I mean, I think that is finding the silver lining or staying positive is definitely a good. It's a good it helps with your mental health, at least. Because realistically, it's not the end of the world. Even if you don't have money saved, like it's obviously harder if you have money saved and you're stuck in a in a lease or something. Financially, it can be like very troubling. And depending on like if you have any kind of fam familial or friend support, but like usually, I would say for the majority of people, they have some sort of saving. Actually, I don't know that to be true, but. Some people have some savings and or they have somebody that they could be like, oh, shit, I need to get out of my lease and like go live with my sister for a couple of months or something like that. Yeah. Or I, I guess I just hope that that is most people's scenario. But if you're. Yeah, I mean, it's different for everybody. It's just resiliency. Yeah, that's true. Because some people, I mean, some I always for myself think like, oh, if I really needed to financially get a job like right now, I would go nanny or bartend or or waitress or whatever like i'll i'll figure out a way to get money um yeah to pay my bills thankfully i have a little bit of savings so i can like survive a couple 
months, which was actually my goal of this year of 2022. I was like, okay, I'm going to save up money so I can last a few months in case something happens. Of course, something did happen, which good thing I had that savings, yeah. but I was hoping nothing would happen. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's the other aspect. That, go ahead. There's the other part too, where it's like the emotional aspect of like how you feel about yourself. Cause like, I feel like even just like talking to you about it in the beginning for the past few days, like you didn't seem as worried about like, Oh, what am I going to do about money? It was like feeling negative about yourself because you got laid off. I was like, it's like realizing why you got laid off. Like, is it because like, like I said, like, you're not going to, if you feel bad because they laid you off because they're just doing budget cuts because they're a shitty company and like they care more about their bottom line and they care about their people, that's not your fault. Right? So it's right. like you don't need to like think about, oh, what do I need to do to change as much versus like if you got laid off or fired because you weren't doing your job, you know, that's a different story. Yeah. And, and even if. In the first category of that. So. Yeah, that's true. Well, technically, layoffs means there's not enough work. To go around but but there's plenty of people who get laid off yeah, who are like which is, which is bullshit <laughs> right well there's like the first in first out types of layoffs like oh you were hired first so you get fired yeah, first all, and then it's all but but even I, I i would say even if you were laid off because you weren't doing like the best like I don't know. I'm thinking of it as like, oh, I'm not good at certain things because I don't give a shit. Like, I don't like them. I don't enjoy doing them. And it's not where my talent lies. And I don't think like I'm a shit person or I'm unique in the fact that it's hard for me to do work that I'm a not good at and B do not care about. Um, and obviously we all have to do shit we do not like or don't care about. But I definitely think that. It's easy to feel like, oh, I'm a loser. I suck. I'm not good at this. Like, I'm actually not smart or I'm not this or that. But I think, I think realistically, like, it's hard for anybody to do work that they really don't like. Like, you hate doing your notes. And I know a ton of people who are, like, clinicians that hate doing their notes or any kind of paperwork. Because that's just, like, not yeah. how their brain works. And they just hate it. And it takes them, like, longer or more time to do those notes or whatever. So I think that, I don't know. It's easy to be like, oh, I'm a loser. I suck at A, B, and C. But I'm like, we all have our, like, talents. And sometimes a job is not a good fit. But I feel like a loser yeah. all the time. So, I mean, I feel like a loser. But I was also in a role that was just, like, so not correct for me. I was like, I'm not good at this because this doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah. Like existentially, if somebody buys this product or not, it doesn't fucking matter. Which is kind of like everything, but f some things feel more mattering to me personally. Yeah. Which is probably why I have to go back to work in education or with people in some capacity, helping people. But yeah, emotionally. I was feeling up and down and up and down. And then on Saturday, well, I got fired Friday. And then on Saturday, I got, well, I got laid off, I should say. And then Saturday, I went to a Galentine's and I drank a little bit. Not much. I had like four drinks. Uh, and then the next day, I really felt yeah. high anxiety. And I like started doing a lot of applications because I was feeling pretty bad. 
and emotional. But then I made myself do something sober. Well, you make you kind of made me do something sober. Go to the Super Bowl thing, and uh, I stayed sober, which helped, which is good. <coughs> but I don't know. I feel like emotionally, it's all like emotionally. You just got to do all the shit that does make you feel better normally, like you know, yeah. writing in your journal or going to work out or being outside or drinking water or whatever. Definitely avoiding alcohol for me. Getting sleep. I haven't gotten a lot of sleep this week either, unfortunately. I think, I think avoiding alcohol, but it's also just avoiding vices in general. Like if you like you shouldn't yeah. sit down and pound the back of shit on ice cream either. <laughs> yeah, that probably won't make you feel better. That's the problem is like our physical stuff really affects our mental stuff. I've been eating a lot of sugar and sleeping poorly this week and it has not made me feel good physically. And well, then like, we, uh, we've been like bitching at each other. I was talking about the other day when I watched that video and he was like, oh, the, the cool thing about David Goggins is that he he didn't, he didn't like try to solve his big problem and then start taking care of himself. He like started taking care of himself and then, not, then was able to solve his bigger problem. And it's like, that's right. like the same thing with like getting laid off or, or you know, anything that's kind of going on with people in their lives like oh do the stuff that like is gonna like take care of you and like minimize all of the like like put you in the best situation to be able to like handle problems so like make sure you're getting enough sleep and eating enough and you know being positive and different things like that and having like a good outlook on things um taking care of yourself and then approach your your larger issue with like a clear head like you'll be able to solve it better now yeah that's true you know, you go through like the, oh my God, I'm going to apply to every job to see. That's not going to help because then you may just get in another job that you hate and then last only a year in or whatever. And then like, then there's like, well, maybe this is the time to do what I've dreamed of. But like, again, you can't like rush into these things. I have a bad habit of like when I feel panicky, I just like make a decision and I don't necessarily take the time to like process all of the options. Uh, and you've helped me with that. I like to pro- to kind of break down because I was like, OK, I know two things like I'm thinking about doing stand up for fun and I really like comedy and I want to be more creative in my job no matter what. And I want to work with people. Those are like the three things I know about a career moving forward. And I'm like, okay, maybe I should do something that's like stand up or creative or whatever. And I love podcasting, so I want to continue doing that. But then like there's options. Like there's like, oh, do you go back to school? Do you reach out to like people in your network who are doing that kind of stuff? Do you like it's really like you got to dig into like what truly will make you happy and what also will like be the smartest decision, which is not easy to do when you're like in panic mode. Or, like, stress mode. It's not easy to lay down, like, the pros and cons of, like, doing certain things. And it's easy to just be like, oh, my God, I'm just going to, like, I'm just going to, like, try to dig into stand-up and do stand-up everywhere and move to L.A. or whatever. Like, it's easy to be impulsive. And if I was single, honestly, I probably would have been more impulsive. But you're pretty good at, you're, you're, you're better at, like, being grounded. And that's part of the the, yeah. the benefits of having a partner is they can ground you when you're feeling very ungrounded. Yeah. yeah or it would have been something. Do anything rash or like, I mean, I think there's just something to be said for thinking things through. Like I always say, like, if I do this, even if I do decide to do it, 
what are the what are the things that I'm gonna have to work against or like what are, what am I like compromising to do you know x y and z you know what I mean definitely and I think I think like if I was single right now we were talking about what we would do if we were single the other day and I if I was single right now like realistically if I got laid off like I'd probably talk to my parents and my parents are very much like play it safe yeah. just get a job like they don't care they just want me to have a job with insurance and benefits and stuff like that can pay my bills they're not very much like oh i go be fulfilled you know they don't give a shit they're like pay your bills so yeah. i think i fluctuate between like wanting to be impulsive and do the thing that like will make me like so happy or whatever whatever this idea i have of like um whatever like a fulfilling job would be and then like the other half of me is like oh no i have to make the smart decision and choose a smart role and i've been doing both of those things and it's not and they're both kind of extremes and it's not turning out well like i moved to new york city and was like oh my god great like new york's so great it's gonna be awesome but then i took a stable job there and i didn't like either of those things because New York is great, but it's really expensive and the stable job didn't really pay me that much and I had benefits, but it still kind of sucked. And then of course, of course, COVID hit and, uh, yeah, I did. So I, oh, so go on. Sam, I think that when you're making decisions about what job you want or anything like that, or what you're going to do, you have to have like, you have to have like an overarching goal that you like an outcome that you're like trying to make happen. And then you have to be able to, like, make decisions based on how what you're going to do affects that outcome, right? So it's like if you want a job that is really, really fulfilling and you're not worried about money, it's like, okay, cool. But, like, what does that really mean? What does that look like, you know, over the long term? Like, what kind of jobs and what kind of life are you going to have if you do that? And are you okay with that? And then if you say you are, it's like um, then you make your decisions based on if – if something's going to help you get there, you know what I mean? So like, if you were like, Oh, I really want a house with a yard and I want to save up and, you know, be able to, uh, like develop financial independence more quickly or, or whatever. Right. If that's like your goal, no matter how awesome or fun New York seems or LA or something like that, maybe you don't go based on what you want to do for your long-term goal. It's versus like, if you really want to, you know, be a writer, and you're trying to get on SNL and you're, you know, you're not worried about it or, or whatever your, your goal is, that can make that same decision for you or someone else like more positive. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So like, and there's but, a balance. But if, you if you, yeah, you can go on. Oh, I was just saying, if you don't have that, if you don't take the time to figure out that this is what I want out of this situation, you kind of run into the the fact of like you make these decisions and you don't know if they're going to be good or bad or or how they're going to affect you because you don't really know what you're looking for. You know, I mean, yeah. even that, it's like, when I was a kid, my dad would say, if you don't know what you want, that's okay. You just have to know that you don't know. It's better to, it's better to know that you don't actually have a good idea and to be trying things than to think in your head that you want something. And then when that's the, that thing starts happening and you don't like it, you'd be like, oh, this isn't actually what I want. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, especially if you're somebody who does work hard, like you will end up succeeding in that field. And then all of a sudden you're like a doctor and you're like what the fuck i don't even like this <laughs> and that's that's yeah. worse because you're in too deep you know yeah, at some point yeah at some point like certain things get 
get like that. It's really hard to like get out. I think like I have not known really what I want to do. I think I I think the problem is I do partially know. I don't really know no, but I know sort of. And it just has always been discouraged in my life. And so like I was constantly trying to like suppress that and find a different a different thing. Um, I think too, I think too though like part of knowing even when you kind of know is like the realization that you have to like eliminate other options, right? Right, like you have to let go and of like, the other dreams. Like, yeah, it's like it's like the whole idea that when you're a kid, people say, "Oh, you can do whatever you want. You can be anything. You can do all. You have all these options. Like that's really cool." But it's like the more you lean towards one, you're not only like it's the time and effort you put in that one thing, but it's also what you're giving up to do that. You know what I mean? At least temporarily. So it's like if you if you say, "Hey, I wanna I wanna travel and I wanna." I want to move to these different places and have like this exciting life. You're saying, Oh, I'm giving up like living in one place and having like a, a, a foundation of friends there and like a life like that. Like, or, you know, if you said, I really want to work on being a comedy writer and I want to do that. It's like, Oh, well, you're giving up the, like, you're not, like, you're not going to med school or unless, unless you are, like, you know what I mean? So totally. Yeah. You just got to realize like the cost benefit of what you're getting yourself into at any time. Because everything, everything can seem exciting. It's like living in a place. Everything can seem exciting in the beginning, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. That's true. And, like, I do think, like, trying new things can be beneficial. But I am at the point where I want to, like, stay with a job for a while. Like, I took this, this, I took this startup job because I was like, oh, I'm going to learn a lot of skills. And, like maybe business is the right move. Like maybe I should just like learn how to do business stuff and blah, blah, blah. Now after working this job, I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. I can't, I can't, I can't work for a company that's sole goal is to make money because it just like does not fit with my soul. (laughs) And like, it's really hard for me to work hard when I'm like, Oh, the only point of this is to make a lot of money for the company. Like my boss multiple times was like, Oh, let's get rich. And I was like, Oh, okay. And it just like doesn't, even though I like money, like everybody likes money. I want to be rich. Sure. But that's just not a motivating thing for me. Yeah. But learning new things is. So it was, you know, I was like, oh, I want this job because it's going to be new. It's going to be good. And I think like the other job I felt was going to be a bit stagnant. Now looking back, I'm like, oh, I should have taken that other job because it. I think the people I would have worked with, I would have really liked. I think I would have been happier overall, but financially yeah. I would have been making a lot less. You know, I don't feel like regret, but I'm like, oh, like maybe that wasn't the best move and that's fine. And sometimes that happens, but yeah. I mean, honestly, you got to think about like, like you said about your why, like your boss being motivated by money. That's very interesting. It's like different people are motivated by different things and it's like this the more you can figure out about yourself what motivates you you can you can get yourself to do anything focus on different aspects of uh, different aspects of of that like that thing that you're trying to do or like what's going to motivate you so it's like right it's prime, the prime example i always use is the gym right it's like oh like some people go to the gym because they want to fit in their jeans and some people go to the gym because they want to feel strong and some people just want to be in good shape but the truth is is like it doesn't matter why you go as long as that why matters to you and you go like you know what i mean you, you get all the other benefits too really? so it's like if i you know if i if i start a company 
because I want to help people and it does really, really well and I make a bunch of money, cool. I still get to reap the benefits of helping people and and making money. It's just whatever makes me do it. And I have to try to like focus on that, you know? So True. Yeah, that's true. And, and and realistically, like I could have I can work in a business if somebody's like, oh, like the, we're making this product. Like I was working in a gifting company like the the mission, the like outward mission was like, oh, we're here to connect people. We're here to help people. But internally, my boss was like, oh, let's make money. And I was like, oh, if you had actually believed that or even just said that to me, I would have been like, you know what? I can buy into this. I can buy into the fact that we're helping people and connecting people with gifts because I do that in my personal life. And I agree. I think it does show love and caring and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, she just like she didn't get that. I was like internally motivated for something different. Um, yeah. but any, yeah, you can commit yourself and motivate yourself, but, uh, it's hard if you're the people around you aren't very much saying the opposite, but yeah. So anyways, I think like processing all of it is like having these kinds of conversations. Like, what do you want to do next? What, what's going to be more fitting for you as a role? Just like when you break up, you're like, okay, I really loved this person, but like in my next partner, like what do I really need that maybe this person wasn't providing and what do I need that like, or whatever, whatever it is. Like did, what, what are the things I liked about the last job? What are the things I need in a new job? And that's the same with dating, same with breakups. Um, and I think it's, but I do think like it's good to like give yourself the space to like emotionally process the shock and the anxiety and the like fear of what's next. Um, but that is not always easy to do if you are like panicked and need to find a new job. I'm trying to like take this time this week and next week to just like chill because you have off next week so we can do some things and hang out. And I'm doing a little bit of both. Like I'm doing TikToks and podcasting and doing artistic stuff that I like that makes me happy. And then I'm also like baking and hanging out with friends. And then I'm also like doing job searching and do and talking like having informational interviews and reaching out to people. So, um, you know, it's all like it all takes time. And and I do think when you're open to things, if you're like, hey, like I put on my LinkedIn that I got laid off and I'm like open. I'm saying like I'm open to work and I'm open to like new opportunities. I think that I personally think that people can tell when you're like open and both again in dating or in work scenarios and kind of opportunities kind of pop up pop 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 which is nice somebody reached out to me recently today and that was somebody that i i worked for as an internship a long time ago and i was like was i good an intern probably not but they didn't have a lot of work for me (laughs) but I also really enjoyed the company, so you know, True. who knows who I this am, guy uh, knows. I'm pulling up to the airport, so I'm gonna have to let you go. <gasps> wow! Any last minute advice for our listeners? Uh, just about the job stuff. Yeah, just, just about getting like, laid off, uh, jobs, life. Yeah, take care of yourself first, and like, wanna you know fulfill your basic needs of like food, water, sleep, spending time with people you care about. And then try to address your bigger problems with a clear head. You know, be reasonable. True. True, true, true. Good advice. Yeah, that's, that's it, you know? 
Okay, well, yeah. tell Justin hi and happy birthday. And I love you. Yeah, Have fun. Totally I love you, too. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Yeah, so basically take care of yourself. Love yourself. Process your shit. It's not easy. I, I've been feeling really like a loser, and I've been feeling panic really like a lot of anxiety actually I've been having trouble sleeping just because I am it's both freeing and exciting to not be tied to anything but it's also scary and um thankfully I have like some money in the bank and my partner they have helped me through the shock but you know it can be really scary and I and I feel for anyone who's dealing with this stuff and I feel for anyone who's dealing with this and has other responsibilities like children and car payments and things that I don't have right now you know so or just doesn't maybe has like they don't have any savings or they really don't know what to do next you know so it is really scary but I think I don't know I kind of believe that like things work things work out the way that they're supposed to and I think things happen for a reason so which may just because that may be because my life has been really lucky and I've been lucky thus far but um yeah just remember that like if you're if you got dumped by your job or by a man or a woman or whoever shit will work out like it's all for the best and nothing is permanent like my mom constantly says nothing is permanent she's like any decision you make for the most part can be reversed i mean fuck now nowadays tattoos can be removed pete davidson's getting all of his tattoos removed and he has so many um the removal doesn't look great i have to say but that's supposed to be the most permanent thing on the planet besides death so it's true like most decisions if you move to la and you decide you fucking hate it you can leave like if you I don't know, even like people get out of jail and stuff like that. There are things that are harder to get out of for sure, like jail or like a ton of debt or whatever. But like if you make a decision to work for a job and then you get laid off and it's not going well, like, you know, resiliency, you will get back up and you will dust yourself off and you'll be OK. So just know you're not alone. Like catch me panicking, being like, oh, my God, what the fuck am I going to do? Ah! every other day Ugh. why does Hudson always have to bark when I'm podcasting never just in normal life um yeah well I love you guys I hope none of you are going through any of that number one rule for me is don't drink because it makes me feel way more anxious and I already deal with a lot of anxiety and you know continue to take your medications whatever they may be continue to drink water continue to get up and walk and like put your clothes on like I, I it's really helped me to thankfully I have dogs which helps but I've been getting up early and like cleaning and doing housework and putting on clothes and putting on makeup and trying to like feel like a real human that also has helped me a lot um so hopefully all that stuff helps you and if you're going through this I'm giving you all the good luck all of the good vibes all of the hugs and really, I can't speak to breaking, getting broken up with because I handle it really poorly and I do drink and I do all the bad things. I'll be like, fine. It's really if I'm around 
close friends or family but when i was living alone like i was off the fucking wall um you usually it helps me to be around friends and family or somebody that like will support me in whatever way and when i'm alone dealing with the shit i just like drink and do all the bad habits so really people people are probably the number one don't drink and be around people and take care of yourself physically and mentally as best as you can as best as you can so i love you i'm giving you all hugs and have a the best week and weekend bye